Welcome back to Edgework here on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Today is Wednesday, April 5th, one day to the Masters here. One more day until uh, no NHL on Friday. So as I reminded everyone yesterday, there will be no show this coming Friday. So today, tomorrow, final NHL shows of the week here that we'll get into. But uh, guys, three games on the schedule here tonight. Lots of games last night. Did you catch any of the action there last night? Yeah, oh, it was fantastic. I mean, the game of the night by far was uh, Edmonton and L.A., uh, it was a late one, and the Oilers getting the win. It's now going to be really interesting to see because it's it's shaping up. Like, those are the two teams that will face each other in a first-round matchup, and obviously they had that uh, seven-game battle last year. So, get to see the, the repeat of that. <laughs> so, Money's comment killed me in the, uh, in the <laughs> chat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, starts off with the least surprising comment I could have ever seen this morning after an Oilers win. How about them Oilers? And then now we get hit with a double Alex here. It's like the double Dion, but the double Alex. <laughs> we are all Alex. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I thought about that like last week when we were doing the show. It never really occurred to me that that was what was going on until the show had started. And I went to ask one of you a question and I was like, Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to have to be a little bit more specific here. But uh, yes, yesterday uh, ultimately ended up being a pretty good day here on the show uh, with our picks that were given out, uh, or actually a decent day. We were okay, but we did hit the Brady Ski uh, <laughs> Brady ski bet anytime goal and the uh, overshots on goal on, on our, our friend Brady Ski there. So that was, so was that a Todd thing? Did Todd call him Brady Ski? Uh, no, Russ called Russ called the Russ Brady called. Ski. Yeah, okay. oh, Russ okay. is getting into the props here now. So Russ nice. started dabbling into the props, but uh, was not sure. But I gave him the pass on that one. I'm like S K J E I. Like unless you've heard it, unless you knew, then that one's going to be a difficult one to go through. So yes, Brady Ski was uh, was yesterday. That's what that was. And for anybody who didn't see uh, what ended up happening yesterday after the show, we had tweeted at us. So it was, it was pretty good stuff there. We had tweeted at us a uh, photo of Brady Shea photoshopped wearing ski gear, ski boots, and skills. So. Yeah, that guy. Love, Love it. Best, we'll get best into fans on the internet here. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> we'll get into all the games here today. There's three games, so we'll run through each of those. Any ones that we have best bets in, we'll break those down as well. If you guys have co- uh, questions in the chat for any of the games that are coming up, your own best bets, and you want our thoughts on them, make sure to fire them away in the chat throughout the course of the show. As a reminder as well, if you guys are not subscribed yet to the Edgework HQ YouTube channel, I don't know what you're doing. As So Money always says, smash it. Smash the subscribe button. Smash the like button here on the stream on this channel. Make sure to... Uh, show some love as we have now coming out some video form not just live content video form stuff coming out so yesterday talked with Todd about how to do shots on goal what his process is for betting those player props Todd broke it all down talked about the sites that he uses the order of operations for him to get to where he finally does uh, in order to bet shots on goal props later today we'll have different videos coming out with uh, Alex B Smith here so money talking about some of the futures that they had on the season what went right what went wrong more videos will be coming out throughout the course of the week of that stuff and then as we get closer to the playoffs we'll have different playoff preview videos coming out so you're not going to want to miss any of that you want to be subscribed here and final reminder to people before we get into the picks here 
The easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books and always get the best odds. If you wanted a perfect example of this, yesterday we made a joke about it here on the stream about how Calgary was minus 556 on certain books uh, yesterday or a certain book against the Chicago Blackhawks. Minus 556. They were minus 400 elsewhere. So if you wanted to lay the price on Calgary, you would have had to lay another hundred and fifty six dollars to win a hundred on calgary at that one book calgary ultimately ends up losing so if you were to bet it on that one book you would have lost 156 more bucks than everybody else betting on the other books that is a perfect example there you can win more money and lose less money by making sure you get the best odds on every game that you are betting on we recommend using an odds comparison tool like betstamp to do so betstamp compares the odds across every sports book for games futures and player props you can save time and money by checking betstamp before you bet download the app today on ios android or you can head over to the web and if you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account please check out the new offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework or you can hit the link in the description signing up through that page helps out support this show so if you're going to do that make sure to check that out for us uh, and sign up using those links so thank you to everyone for the support but let's get into today's games starting with calgary and winnipeg this is going to be a big one for calgary's playoffs hope playoff hopes here i mean talking about uh, team team losing to chicago last night that is a perfect opportunity for them to pick up two points and get closer to winnipeg who they face here tonight on the road Calgary in their last 10, 6-3-1. They are 17-11-11 on the road so far this season. Completely battling for a playoff spot, trying to keep their season alive at this point. Winnipeg right now holding on to that last wildcard spot in the West. They are two points up on Calgary, 5-5 five and five in their last 10 on a two-game winning streak coming into this one. Uh, Alex B. Smith, where would you be looking tonight uh, if you were looking to place a bet on this game? I, I would look at the Winnipeg Jets here uh, in the spot. You know, you just mentioned about Calgary, uh, you know, at home against a Hawks team that is, you know, tanking right now. And, and they just no showed once again, just, you know, tons of shots, but not a lot of variance. The quality and selection have been poor. Uh, we joke about it on the ice guys all the time. We call them the Calgary sternums because that's where every <laughs> shot seems to land with the goaltenders right in the chest area. And, uh, and, and it's maddening to watch, honestly, because this is a team with a ton of talent. Uh, you know, some people had them picked to win this, this specific division, if not make a run in the conference. And now here they are struggling to try to get into the postseason. I think things are going to come to a screeching halt here in the next few games. And it starts with a loss here at Winnipeg. All right. There you go. So we'll lock that in. Minus 125. Murado, any thoughts for you on this game between Calgary and Winnipeg tonight? Uh, yeah, I'm not betting Winnipeg now. Like, I think they've been steamed up a decent amount, like at least at Penny. Um, but, uh, at the Flames look dead to me. Like I completely agree with uh, with other Alex, um, Alex One. Let's call him Alex One. I'll be Alex Two. Um, I completely, I completely agree with him though. I think the like I think last night killed. I think just like the fact that they're not making the playoffs is insane in and of itself. Just like given their underlying numbers throughout the entire season, right? Um, they basically like they're top, you know, top three or top five expected goal share. I think this year, um, top two in Corsi, Fenwick, all this stuff. Like scoring chance share is high. Their power play has not been great, but it's been middle of the pack. The penalty kill has been pretty good. It's basically just like their five-on-five save percentage. It's absolutely sewered them. And obviously, like, there's got to be something going on in the room. I don't know what, but, like, there's definitely something behind the scenes with Sutter uh, and these players. I think he's kind of uh, worn out as welcome. That's kind of the, the coach he can be. Um, but 
last night killed them. I think last night ended their season. They obviously yeah. still have a chance. You know, if you win here, you still have a chance to make the playoffs. Um, but I think last night you're tied 2-2 going into the third period against the worst team in the NHL. All due respect, Alex, you know, they were the worst <laughs> team in the NHL. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, at least, you know, standings-wise going into last night. Um, and, you know, tied 2-2, all you have to do is basically, like, not give up anything to the worst offense in the NHL. And you are down – Four two, all of a sudden, you know, three minutes into the period, and it's just like that's such a backbreaking loss. I don't think they uh, recover from something like that. I think that you know, Chicago sort of took the old dog out back, so to speak, and now the Jets are into uh, to shoot them. Um, I think this is their the end of their season when they lose tonight. But I'm not, I'm not betting it necessarily at this price. Yeah, I did. I also heard stories about Sutter and what was going on there. There was one that was kind of like a back-breaking moment of the season, obviously not betting-related here. But, like, I know, do you guys remember the Peltier situation with his uh, mm -hmm. with his post after his debut and he said he didn't remember who the player was, what number yeah. was he, and looked at the stats? There was stories that that day uh, – uh, Sutter refused to tell the kid if he was playing or not so they couldn't figure out if his family needed to be there in attendance for his first NHL game and then oh, wow. the players on the team had to step up and tell him you need to tell the kid if he's playing or not so that he can get his family here and then that was kind of the tipping point of things there in Calgary of like okay now it's now it's really too far gone at this point so Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was to say these dinosaur coaches, it reminds me of that whole Tortorella story when he kind of dismissed Kevin Hayes getting uh, announced to the All-Star game. Like, it's just like, you yeah. know, these are things that matter to the players. And it's like, why would you be so nonchalant about that? That, that, that That's kind of cruel, especially when you're talking about having your family travel from wherever they, they may need to be to see you play your first game or, or you know, play a game. That That's just, yeah, thing, I hate hearing stories like that. And that just to, tells you just how outdated uh sutter is not just on the ice but just even with some off ice you know things to handle. yeah like yeah. I, i'm a i'm a big fan of the old school nhl stuff and like quotes like that where like you know i don't know whatever the guy's name is like they're funny for us but like at the same time like you can't be a prick all the time these days right. like it's just yeah. it just and and you know what you want to come in and you know have that sort of attitude for like at the start great but like you can't do that consistently and like expect it to you know expect to still like have control of that room after you know a year or so like it, that stuff really wears on you and whether you know it's funny here and there but like to be like that you know to be have that turned on all the time man it's just it's it's draining it's just draining yeah. as a player to play under someone like that it'd be one yeah. thing if he if he said something like that in the media and was joking around and all of a sudden you know when he wants to go to the locker room then you know he's you know buddy buddy with him and let him know hey you know you're going to be playing and so forth and yeah. so on and yeah. that would you know and then we'd accept that because Sutter's quirky especially in his press conferences but no but just yeah doing stuff like that that's just that's just weird you know it's, it yeah. it sucks because I love Sutter I think I think Sutter's a great yeah. coach and I'm I sure. just think I wish that he could adapt a little bit more to like the new NHL and you know whether I don't think it's you know people say it's like players have gone soft and stuff like maybe to like a certain extent but like you gotta you gotta adapt a little bit like if he yeah. was able to adapt his you know the way he interacts with his players, like he could still be a very good coach in this league. So it's kind of too bad. Yeah. And that particular move, that would be an asshole move 30 years ago. Like, yeah, you know, it would. Exactly. Like yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. All right. Moving on to uh, next game here. We'll look at uh, the Tampa Bay lightning on the road, facing against the New York Rangers, Tampa right now, six points back of the Leafs third in the Atlantic division as it stands, uh, likely going to be finishing in that place, but still an opportunity here with five games left in their season to catch up to the Maple Leafs and see if they could 
try to grab some of that home ice advantage against them. Uh, six and four in their last 10, three game win streak. We're starting to see this Tampa Bay team heat up on the road here tonight against the Rangers. Moreto, I'm going to throw it to you here because this is the team you called fraudulent essentially in a sense but tonight you might be looking to back the rangers against a tampa bay team that's been heating up a little bit what's going on there i hate to let my boy <laughs> todd down i absolutely hate to let him down um we will start the rangers hate in about a week and a half when playoffs get going but um right now tonight i think uh i don't want to infringe on so money's territory but i think that we're on uh, i think we're on brian elliott watch tonight i uh, i strongly have a a feeling that we see him. Um, Lightning have been very good about managing Vasilevsky's workload. He hasn't started more than four games in a row since uh, I think end of January. Um, Lightning played tomorrow night against the Isles in New York as well. And uh, I think that, you know, obviously typically teams will start their starter in the first game of a back-to-back and start their backup when the team is a little bit more tired in the second leg of a back-to-back. But the Lightning haven't really, John Cooper hasn't really cared about that, it seems like, lately. Um, they had three back-to-backs, the Lightning did, in March, and Elliott started the first game of all three. With five games left to go in the season, nothing really left to play for. This feels like a really good spot to get Elliott in there again. I think he'll probably they'll probably look to get him in for two of these last five games, at least. So I, I do think we see Elliott tonight, um, which would be just a, you know an added bonus. Even if we don't, I'm still on the Rangers uh, here. I think that we are assured of getting Shesterkin, so I'm not too worried about that. They've uh, they've been pretty consistent. It's a back-to-back situation for them, too. They played tomorrow night, but they've been pretty consistent about starting him in the first uh, half of these back-to-backs. Just a bit – the Rangers have been playing, you know, a little bit a little bit better than the Lightning over the last few weeks still. Um, and a little bit more to play for there. Like, if they win tonight, they're three points back of the Devils with four games left. Still an outside chance of catching them for that second spot. Just, you know – I think it's a little bit of a short price. I think the Lightning are kind of, they're, you know, they're playing well. They're playing better right now. They're sort of gearing up for that, you know, playoff Lightning team. Um, but I, I still think that, you know, maybe with, with the whole Brian Elliott watch, uh, with the fact that their underlying numbers still haven't been great, you know, playing here in MSG against Rangers team still with a bit more to play for. I like uh, buying it at the Rangers. I think minus 115 is that still available. Or, uh, 17 minus 117. All right, yeah, that's that's cool. We'll take uh, we'll take the minus 117. There is minus 115, just not on as widely available. Yes, for bet, right? Yes, gotcha. Yes, so okay. minus 117 there on the money line for the Rangers. Uh, Alex, one <laughs> thoughts on this <laughs> on this Rangers Tampa Bay game tonight? Oh. I think we might have lost. Uh, I think we might have lost him there. Unless he's just in a deep, deep stare. Uh, I think we might have lost him. So pull him over the time being. But um, Moretta, what uh, if you're looking at this Rangers team? Is there anything that they could do at all to change your mind in terms of them being frauds here? I mean, like we see so money's comment in the chat. Moretto loves the Rangers. Whoa. Todd was waiting for you to hop in here and kind of give some Rangers hate. That doesn't happen here tonight where you're, you are end up looking at um, at the Rangers on the money line. But is there anything that they could do to say to you, no, they're not fraudulent. Maybe this team actually is good. Um, I mean, not over the course of the rest of this like regular season. There's nothing really at this point. You'd have to see a drastic change in their style of play in the playoffs um, where they're not getting him back and like, getting outshot 42 to, you know, 18 and getting out chance, like high danger chances, like, you know, 13 to four and relying on Shesterkin and winning games 2-1. Um, their fans changing up their uh, 
their approach to this team and, you know, maybe admitting the fact that, hey, we have a great goalie and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. We're riding our hot goalie. That would be great because, you know, it's it's easy to have these fans sort of trigger you when they're talking about how incredible their team is when they're getting absolutely caved in night in, night out. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's nothing they can do to change. It would have to be like a, a gradual thing. Like you'd have to see a very different approach in the playoffs, maybe, um, you know, winning games a different sort of way. Uh, it's not like something that can just sort of change overnight. Alex, we were just talking about uh, the fraudulent New York Rangers and uh, in their game at home tonight against Tampa. Is there any yeah. any thoughts from you in this game with this team? I mean, Moretto's on the Rangers tonight. Uh, would you be in support of that here? I I am actually, and the thing is, the team that I feel it's you know fraudulent in the Eastern Conference is the Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, as great as they've been the last three years, this is not. The- the same Lightning team. Do not be fooled by this little three-game streak. They beat Washington, who's about to go golfing. Carolina, who seems to be disinterested, waiting for the playoffs. An Islander team that's just mid, like every other team that's fighting for one of the two wildcard spots in the East. So uh, I like the Rangers here. Shesterkin has owned Tampa Bay in the regular season, 4-0-1. He's only allowed six goals in total and five starts. He has a 1.16 goals against with a shutout uh, in the regular season. Of course, he's also won a series against him in the playoffs as well. Uh, I think the Rangers just, I mean, that offense is just super heavy. And like I said, with Brian Elliott potentially going in that too, at this kind of a price, I like the Rangers here. I laid a dollar twenty with them. All right, so there you go. Second pick of the night uh, locked in here on the account. Again, if you want to track all the picks that are being given out through the course of the season, you can go over to the BetStamp app, which you find in iOS, Android, as well as on the web. Uh, you can find us in the Find Better section as you can find us in the find better section as Edgework HQ uh, insight here saying two fraudulent teams equals tie if Vasilevsky starts. Uh, well, maybe, but we are on Brian Elliott watch as Moreto has said here, taking that one. The, I mean, it makes uh, sense to sprinkle in the draw a little bit, you know? Yeah. Both teams do need points. Look at what it is. I don't know. Right, I, I don't know. Like the whole both teams need points. And do they kind of, like, I don't know. I, I think that, the Rangers can realistically catch the Devils, but I'm pretty sure the Rangers and Lightning have both kind of accepted, like, yeah, finishing third in the division. And, like, at this point, it's kind of a, a little bit more so about, like, managing our team and managing our players going to the playoffs. And I think this is a statement game, too, in the sense of that if this game is tied late, this would be one of the, the rare exceptions where we might see a team try to gamble and, and go for that extra point in regulation because of the fact that they can't really move up too far. So, And what's the point of playing extra hockey at this point, right, for these right. teams? Yeah, unless, unless yeah, you need, out. unless you know you need the points. You yeah, know, especially on a back to back, like having to play an extra five minutes. Eh. Right. Good call. All right. Yeah. Final game of the night here, uh, Western Conference game here with the Edmonton Oilers as they're going to look to continue to stay ahead of the LA Kings after beating them last night, jumping them in the standings now into second in the Pacific. They're a point up over the Kings. Same games played as them potentially catch Vegas here if they could go on a run to close the, the rest of the season and Vegas maybe drops a little bit for looking at them three points back at the Golden Knights same games played as them as well Edmonton right now is 9-0-1 in their last 10 coming into this one on a five game win streak 24-11-3 so far on the road this season facing off against a terrible Anaheim team on the back-to-back though for Edmonton here we are seeing them minus 340 on the road in Anaheim Moretto, um, we'll start with you. Is this a uh, is this a, a price that you would be interested in at all? Is this too far away? How would you maybe look at playing this game if you were to try to have anything in this? Yeah, I mean, two teams trending in completely opposite directions. Um, I mean, I'm not crazy about laying juice to get minus one and a half with the Oilers. I have no interest in laying minus two and a half in the NHL. 
can't really trust an under with how much Edmonton scoring. And I can't really bet an over with how little Anaheim scoring. So like, this is just one of those games. I just have no interest in betting um, whatsoever. I wouldn't mind watching it though. Like there are some decent storylines still, when you think about it, um, Edmonton chasing Vegas for first in the Pacific. I still, I think that's kind of attainable still just given uh, Vegas's remaining schedule and, um, and uh, you know, who Edmonton has left and how well they've been playing. Uh, you said nine on one, the last 10, 10 on one in the last 11, even if you want to take it one game further back. Um, Anaheim in the thick of the Bedard race. That was a huge game for them last night with the Blackhawks getting that win in, uh, in, um, in Calgary. So uh, yeah, I mean like Edmonton needs this game. Anaheim doesn't need it whatsoever. They in fact probably want to lose it. Um, It's just like, I have have no interest in betting this game, just none whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. This game screams 3-2 Anaheim in overtime, though, because that's just what Edmonton does. Edmonton, much like, I hate to say it, Zach Toronto, much like a couple other teams, when they are big favorites, they just all of a sudden happen to just have a, not even a bad game, but just a, a strange game where all of a sudden it's just tied late and nobody really knows why, and all of a sudden the better team loses in overtime or a shootout. So uh, with Edmonton coming off of such a big win, it would not shock me one bit if they lose here against Anaheim, but I'm not willing to throw in any money to figure it out. Yeah, and I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty envious of the Ducks too, being able to lose eight straight in regulation. Something the Habs should have done a while <laughs> ago. They just, they have never could piece together quite uh, an impressive losing streak, and uh, the Ducks did it at the perfect time. And now they find themselves like very good chance to finish in last place. So kudos yeah. to them. Kudos to them. that's how you play it. Yeah, dude. Hey, the Maple Leafs found a way last night. Minus four hundred favorites, and they found a way to get that win out against. Uh, against Columbus last night even though it was looking bleak it was looking concerning and I thought that I was gonna have to come on here and hear it from both of you about how they <laughs> fall yet again as big favorites they find a way so I was happy with that one at least get get the win and just get out of there who cares move forward but uh, there you go those are the best bets for today uh, we will recap them here real quick run through some of these uh, also refreshed yesterday's did look like does look like we had ourselves down one unit on yesterday's games uh, a full unit on after nine bets for yesterday so you can track all of these see all the picks that we've given out throughout the course of the year um, all the bets that we've made all season long and how we've been doing the progress that we've made uh, on the bet stamp app in the uh, find better section as edgework HQ there so you can check that out but looking at the picks for today we do have two picks so first we're going to the Calgary Winnipeg game we're going to take the Winnipeg Jets money line minus 125 for a full unit there. That is the Winnipeg Jets money line minus 125 for a full unit. And then our final pick is the New York Rangers money line against the Tampa Bay Lightning minus 117 for a full unit in that one. That's the Rangers money line minus 117 against the Tampa Bay Lightning for a full unit. And those are our two best bets for today uh if you enjoyed the show here please make sure to subscribe to the edgework hq youtube channel as well as like this stream we'll have more video content coming out throughout the course of the week as well as leading up to the playoffs breaking down some different types of bets that you can make maybe different markets that you can attack leading into the playoffs uh as well as the uh our bets that were placed at the beginning of the season that were good bets bad bets what went wrong what went right with some of these season-long futures that were placed so make sure to subscribe here to the edgework hu youtube channel as all those will be coming out throughout the course of the next two weeks leading up to the playoffs as and playoff previews but 
MLB season is upon us. And if you want some daily MLB betting content, make sure to check out the Call to the Pen YouTube channel with John Legaza from The Athletic. It is the fastest, most Moreto, how do you? It's electric. It's absolutely electric. It's an electric factory. It is. uh, (laughs) I want to be John when I grow up. (laughs) (laughs) It's the most energy-filled MLB betting show, possibly a betting show in general that you could find in the world going right now. That'll be kicking off at 12 p.m. Eastern time today, so you're not going to want to miss that. You can head over to the Call to the Pen YouTube channel, and when this video ends here, you will see pop up on your screen a link to be able to click that and head over to watch that. So make sure to check out John Legaza on the Call to the Pen YouTube channel, breaking down all of the MLB games for today. But Alex Squared, thank you guys for hopping on here, taking the time to do this today. Greatly appreciated, as always. Uh, hopefully, I mean, Moreto, I don't know how you, you're going to feel about this one. If the Rangers win, it'll be at least get them, get like a, you'll win money out of this one. But if they lose, then you're justified in them being fraudulent. So, like, it's kind of a, <laughs> kind of set yourself up for a win win position here. I think I'm justified either way in that. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for taking the time to do this today. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, Both of you, I will see you next week. For everyone else, I will see you back here tomorrow morning. Myself, So Money, and uh, and Russ uh, breaking down the final day heading into Easter weekend here, Masters weekend, the final day of NHL action. So uh, to everyone out there watching, thank you for your support on the show today. Make sure to hit subscribe, hit like. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. Good luck on your bets tonight.